we are souls, energy, part of this divine that are living a human experience. You literally have virtual reality glasses on as you live your life. Now the table seems hard, you know, and you get your drink, but in reality, you're experiencing, in my opinion, you're experiencing something as a human being, this body, your vehicle is borrowed. And the only thing that you have when you leave your body and your soul returns to love and light, which is where it came from, is love. The love you gave and the love you received. Everything else, money, cars, everything else goes. But you get to take the love that you received and the love you gave. Hi, friends, and welcome to season two of the Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker podcast. I am Debbie, your host and the creator of what I believe is a sacred space in which I have conversations with individuals from all sectors who are dedicated to elevating consciousness around different aspects of life. With a background in ghostwriting and editing books, content development, and medical journalism, as well as many other side jobs, and several years' experience working for the international nonprofit called the Kabbalah Center, I bring you enlightening conversations with people whose work, knowledge, energy, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and experience the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. I also desire to share energy and wisdom that I received from my spiritual teacher, Karen Berg, who was the founder and spiritual director of the Kabbalah Center until her passing in 2020. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive what you need to create new possibilities and find greater levels of expansion in your health, relationships, and business. It is my honor to connect with you and be a part of your process. I believe that we are here to support each other on our earthly journey, and I also believe that life's challenges are most effectively tackled from the inside out. Each episode of my show presents another way to do that. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and for being with me. I hope you enjoy. I am so thrilled that I get to have medium Daniel John. He's going to be sharing his skills, his gift, and how he came to it, and also to do a live reading. So thank you so much for joining. I'm so happy to be here with you today. But Daniel, maybe you can just introduce yourself. Thank you for having me. So my name is Daniel. Personally, I'm a uh, husband and father of three kids, nine, six, and four years old. I have the four-year-old here now, so he's watching his iPad. Pretty much a regular everyday guy, but about five years ago, uh, I had an experience in a restaurant where a woman's husband came through to me somehow. This is before I believed in anything with mediumship, being raised Catholic, a saved Christian. And I didn't know what happened, but I did know that I found out after that he passed quickly right in front of her. And uh, she never wow. got to say goodbye. So somehow, some way, he used me from where he is to communicate to her. And it was powerful. It was strong. It was healing. At that point, that's when I took a step back and re-looked at my whole belief system. I don't think we could fully understand life and why we're here. But I've read a lot of books. From 2017 until now, I've been on a mission. I've uh, done over 2,000 mediumship sessions of communicating with spirit. And uh, they have a lot to share with us. And if you're open-minded enough to think and understand and believe that we come from something greater, there's so much more to enjoy in this life uh, that you can even imagine. Wow. 
So interesting that you were at a restaurant in Boston because I'm from Boston. Oh, no way. Easy. <laughs> and also the reason why I started this podcast was because last year when I was actually in Boston, I had, I would say, energetic awakening of what I needed to do and how I needed to share the things that had helped me in my life. And so it's interesting. It was also in Boston when I was visiting there. And the reason was, is because I had gone through loss of my brother and my father. So I, that's why another reason why I'm so excited to be interviewing you today. I'm just putting that out there so people know a little bit about where I'm coming from. So you came to it in kind of a roundabout way, right? How do you tap in? And what are the things that you do to develop your gift? Because I know that there are a lot of people right now who are kind of awakening, like I had another awakening, awakening mm -hmm. to different gifts and missions. So what can you share with people about that, about what you did to develop your gift? Well, I do talk about it a little bit in my book, which I just went and grabbed. It's called Why Are We Here? And I talk about number one, loving more than anything else, just being love. And that's kindness. All the things we know in our soul that are the right things to do. Kindness, forgiveness, compassion, helping other people, kind of the th same things Jesus taught us not to go down the religious soapbox. Oh, we, we are energy and we raise our vibration and we resonate more with who we are as love, which I think is the only word that can really describe who we actually are, the more you can communicate with the spirit world. Fear and these words that we put on negative emotions like anger, fear, sin, devil, Satan, they're all negative vibrations and they lower our vibrations. But when we do things of love and kindness and happiness and positivity and listening to good music and meditation, those are the kind of things that can raise our vibration because you don't right. need to go to a medium. We're all technically a medium. Right. All medium means is a halfway between two extremes. So when someone communicates to the spirit world, like Paul did when he wrote the Bible, or like Jesus did when he talked to Moses on the mountain in Matthew 17, we all right. have the ability to communicate with the spirit world and uh, help ourselves and help other people at the same time. It's just doing the right thing. Wow. It's so powerful. And like I said, especially for this time, I feel like you're a pioneer and I'm so happy to connect with you. Because like I said, I've been I've, a lot of people that I know that I'm connected with and through this podcast are awakening to their own gifts. And it's like we're coming to a time where more people need to be aware of that divine within and that they have that connection and that you don't need somebody else. Of course, it's so helpful when we have somebody who has gifts who can kind of lead us forward. But I like that your approach is also find it for yourself. Also know that you have that divine within you and that you can connect with those higher vibrations and that it's possible and that it's there for you. God will put the right people in your mm -hmm. life at the right time. It's all about trust. But if you're struggling, you don't really need anyone else. You don't need anyone else besides yourself. All answers are within. And I teach you that you don't need to go to a medium or a psychic or even a priest or a counselor. You can, they're helpful, but at the same time, it's all within you and all a true teacher does is help you find the answers within yourself. They don't tell you what they believe or what they feel. They help you get to your answers because it's your path. Then you're not following something out there. It's coming from within you, which is connected with desire, which is connected with passion, which is connected with truth. Yeah, which is connected to the universe, which is one. I mean, universe, union, it's all one. And in my opinion, you know, we, we use a word called God. But some people call it Yahweh, some people call it universe, some people call it everything. But I think that the ocean, we can call God, and we're just a drop in that ocean. We're all a part of the greater whole. And we're just a different reflection of something greater that we can't even understand. So all we can do is love. That's the best way that I can describe it. Wow. So something that just came to mind, I was thinking when you wake up in the morning with this consciousness, 
this is a very elevated consciousness. Is there something that you do maybe to cultivate it or something that you do to like awaken it or to bring yourself into that vibration, into that space? We can get so stuck in the physicality and then like movies that we think are real, situations that cause us to feel anxious, to feel stressed, to feel like we're, we're sinking a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The short answer is gratitude. I think being thankful for all the blessings, even if you have some, is is huge. If you're at the point where you can't even find any, I think it's prayer. And of course, hopefully most people can, but it's prayer and it's doing all the things, the right things, the kindness, the happiness to get you to that vibration. And then once you're there, it's being thankful for what you have. And then more blessings come on top of that because it's almost like because we're energy when we think positively, when we act positively, we get positive things. Now, don't get me wrong, those those shitty things, excuse me for swearing, are going to happen. But find the blessing in that thing and then make it greater. And so being aware of all your blessings is is huge. I was actually really fascinated when I saw your profile because you are somewhat, like you said, you're within the religious world, right? You grew up, I guess you said Catholic, and then you, you were born again Christian. And it's really interesting that you are able to be open about this gift. I'm in, in a different community, but I know that in more traditional religious circles, things like mediumship are looked at as like, you know, you can't be doing that. But I, I see it was kind of like a rebel in a good way. Like you're actually awakening people to something really powerful. Yeah. You know, I don't like the word, but I got to use it because I'm a very straight shooter, but I also, I, I use words for what their definitions are, but right. it's, it's ignorance and all ignorance means is a lack of knowledge. So right. it's funny. I said some points I've gotten called the devil from some um, Christians and I've actually gotten called a Bible thumper by some in the psychic community. So I, you know, I get it from both sides, but in the end of the day, I don't think spirituality and religion should be any separate. In my opinion, Jesus, when he did hand healing, we just call it Reiki. And when you even take it away from Jesus and you look at Ananias who healed Paul, who ended up writing half a New Testament, he was healed by a regular everyday man who was spoken to by the Lord. It's called Reiki. It, it, so if you look at all the gifts that we call in the psychic community, they're all mentioned throughout the Bible. They're just mentioned through different translations. When Jesus in chapter eight was writing on the ground, I don't know if you remember the verse where Jesus is talking to a woman who was the Pharisees brought her to him and he was writing in the ground. That's automatic writing. It's what the psychic community, the spiritual calls automatic writing. Why was Jesus writing in the dirt? He was receiving messages from spirit. So they're really, to me, my goal is to bridge the gap between spirituality and religion. And there's tons of books, I'm getting goosebumps, about the Bible and how to read the Bible properly and not read it in an ig ignorant way. It's all love and nothing but love. So my job is a educated quote unquote Christian. Now, when I say Christian, I follow the teachings of, of Jesus. And sometimes that doesn't align with scripture to me. And that, most of the time it does, but there's certain things I've read and words that were changed that I've looked into that I, I don't hundred percent agree with, but that's the beauty of life. I personally say I read the Bible every day, but if you want to read the Bible, read it and you're going to read it different than someone else. As long as you're coming from a place of love, it doesn't matter what you think John 3, 3 means when Jesus said to be born again. Does it mean you become a Christian? Does it mean you literally be born again in the earth? Does it mean you're born again in the spiritual world? Because birth in the spiritual world is our death. So it's the same thing. So to me, it's all about love and being open-minded to any interpretation. And I really want to bridge that gap because I, was, I wasn't really taught. I heard that, you know, mediumship was the devil or demonic. And I do get some of these people once in a while who are very set on the fact that it is. But anyone who's open-minded enough to listen to what kind of what I have to share about it and the verses that I can share to help you kind of open your mind a little bit, the better 
off will be because it's all about love. And um, it's interesting that you spoke about maybe 15 years now studying the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah, which I found when I was like 21. It's interesting because it's based on a book of the Zohar, which is like 2,000 years old, which talks about the secrets within the Torah and revealing the secrets in the deeper meaning. There's different levels of studying Torah. And Sod, which means secret, is connected with the Kabbalah, which is talking about the spiritual meaning and the spiritual lessons and, and depth and wisdom that apply to us here and now. Not that it happened in the past and it was just a historical thing that we're reading about, but actually that those apply to our spiritual process today. So, for example, this week is talking about Jacob and Esau and these lessons that we can learn for ourselves. So it's interesting because I feel like we're a little bit aligned in terms of being able to look for the spirituality that comes from the Bible. Yeah, and, and just a real quick thing. I was the Christian that would use a Bible verse, like I would use Corinthians 6, 9, back when I was known, uh, not to use the word again, ignorant, and saying, no, no, this is not how it's supposed to be. And I would try to change people and get them to believe what I believe. And then when this all happened, I was like, all right, let me take a step back. I have a closer relationship with Jesus now than I ever had, even as a fundamentalist, you know, Judeo-Christian. But when you say that, the old me five years ago would have been like, oh man, maybe you got to read the, the New Testament, you know? But now it's like, great. You want to read the Bhagavad Gita? You want to be Hindu, Buddhist, Jew- Muslim, whatever. It's it's okay. We're all living our own path and we're supposed to live on those paths. And the more as a society that we are open-minded to other people's beliefs and opinions and everything like that, the better and off we will be. Right? Yeah. Flexibility. Like, I don't have to agree with you, but I can. I understand that the, the creator is also in you. And the divine is also in that person. So they have their own path. So I may not agree with everything because we're not supposed to. You know, we're not mm-hmm. supposed to all be the same, but we are one at one level, at the spiritual level. Yeah, it's, it's Zach Brown talks about it in his uh, song, The Same Boat. But we're all in the same boat. We all wake up the same. We all fish in the same hole. We all have our own beliefs and we can agree to disagree peacefully. That's okay. It's all okay. <laughs> Beautiful. We kind of got off the, the path here, but that's to be expected. Usually when I'm talking with someone who's like a channeler, you know, so I kind of let the conversation lead itself. But I was wondering if maybe you can tap in now and do a reading. Yeah, you know, it happens It happens when it's supposed to. I will tell you that when you mentioned your dad and your brother, and I'm sorry for your loss, by the way, I immediately saw a birthday cake. And usually, you no. Know, so what I like to explain to people is as a medium, I don't hear spirit. I don't see them. I'm kind of happy I don't. But I do get impressions and feelings and I get songs. For instance, like we have symbols. And when I see a birthday cake, that means that either someone's birthday is like right now, like last week, next week, this week, not like months apart or next month, last month. It's usually within the first few days. I'll get like groups of letters, which usually will symbol somebody who's like a name. And I may get the name john but it could be jason and so sometimes sometimes it can be uh distracting depending on which letters come through so it's really hard to explain to people how it works but i do the best i can through symbols but would you understand why a birthday cake would come through for you well the thing that i was thinking is that actually it's gonna be next week my brother's death anniversary so Mm -hmm. three-year death anniversary so i thought maybe anniversary but a death anniversary Oh, well, the only, okay. Here's the only reason I'll accept that. And I'll tell you why. And this is how spirit's amazing for anyone who's been watching the whole time. When I mentioned John three, three, by the way, uh-huh. and I mentioned that Jesus says that he, I believe my brother was really into Jesus. 
Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was using this as his way. Is he the J? Oh, J's like Jesus. Okay, perfect. So this all makes sense. And this is, you know, this is the stuff that happens. It's beyond our understanding, right? So you, I was going to immediately, I got goosebumps, right? So you, I was going to shut you down and say, nope, birth dates and death dates, they do not show me a cake. But you remember how I said in John 3, 3, oh, by the way, it's coming up on three years that he died. I meant a major goosebumps. I don't know if you can see him, but I mentioned that you can interpret that verse as being saved as a Christian. You could uh, be interpret the verse of being born again into this world. Or what I said was you can be look at it as Jesus saying, you need to be born again into the spiritual world, which is actually our death and their birth. You remember me saying that? Right. I don't know if you remember that when the dog, the dog. So, so this is your brother's way. Now I don't see him. So this is a, a long leveled way for your to let you know that your brother is not only with Jesus, that's the J, that's why I said John or Jason, and he may be the J name too, I don't know, but that he his passing was not only supposed to happen, but I'm sorry to say it so bluntly, uh, but he's now with Jesus or, or with God or with his belief system or in the right energy. So it's not only the fact that it's three years, and we talked about John 3, 3, but his passing date was his birthday on the other side. And wow. and it's to me, it's a celebration, especially if he was the type of person who either wasn't prepared, it was sudden, or he didn't quote unquote want to go, which you know applies to a lot of people. This is like, no, sis, I'm good. I'm with Jesus. I'm on the other side, three, three, and multiple levels. I mean, can you understand the depth? of that and how he's communicating to that. He also shows me a yo-yo, which is a lot of, so it could be symbolic of that he had one or the symbolic meaning of yo-yo is you've been through a lot of pretty heavy ups and downs over the last six months to a year. And he wants to let you know uh, that he's aware of it. It also has to do with your mom. It's also kind of putting your mom on that roller coaster as well. And I don't know if it's because of your relationship or whatever the case is, but he wants to let you know that he's aware. He also shows me the little guys from Pac-Man. You know, the little ghosts from Pac-Man? Yes. Why would he show me that? Because all I do is I see the I see the thing. I, so the all I got was the birthday cake, which you said three years ago, which kind of was his birth in the spiritual world, which made sense because we said earlier. But now I see the ghost from Pac-Man. Was Pac-Man a big thing for him? And um, why the ghost? Maybe you could see him. That doesn't usually happen. Like I was that. thinking like I have like him and like I said, my father and then somebody else that I was really close to. So sometimes I feel like I have them around me. Not like ghosts, but three three guides, three angels. So I don't know if that's that could be it. Well, I think if it's th- if it is three, and you think that it possibly is, it's a validation. Why is he showing me cheese? Are you like a big cheese fan, or was he cheese, or was he the big cheese? Because remember, they use some symbols, and, and you've already seen it. So, but why would he show me cheese? It feels like a funny kind of feeling to me. Cheese. He was. It feels like a block. Making a joke. Yeah. So maybe cut cut the cheese, or he was a big cheese, or something. You could be comfortable, right? If you don't mind. But if I see it, you know, there's something funny about it. Maybe he cut the cheese a lot. I don't know. But there's something funny about the cheese. Oh, and it used to bother me so much. And I used to be. I always like tell on him. I would get so upset. So okay. So aside from your. (laughs) Why are you doing that? It's so inappropriate. So aside from your emotion. Or aside from your positive, I don't want to bring you to any different type of emotion, but he makes me feel like there's certain times where you, you know, not now, again, it has nothing to do with cutting a cheese and he's being funny, but it has to do with you reflecting on some of the things maybe that you could have done different when he was here, or maybe that you could have spent more time with him before he passed. And so he's like, no, don't worry about it. We had fun. I know you were not that you were tough on him, but you know, 
he makes me feel like you were a little bit more straight edge and he was like a little bit more, you know, kind of off the cuff. I don't know if that makes sense, but he's like, don't, don't regret, you know, or don't think back of the times that you could have done something different or spent more time with me or made an extra call to me. Do you understand that? Yes. Or send yeah. him a text or whatever. Now, did he do mushrooms or do you grow mushrooms? Cause he's showing you mushrooms. <laughs> I've recently been taking Rishi and I love turkey tail and like mushrooms okay so sorry to cut you off as a medium i'll cut people off he wants me to let you know oh that's interesting i'll say that that not only is he happy about your path but he's more supportive than you would think he would be especially because of you know i don't know if it was because he was jesus and religious and you're more in the spiritual and we talked about the differences between them but he's almost like i'm more proud of you than than you than you could imagine or that you would even understand so do you wonder if like because of this path you're on and because he was more Jesus that he would not be because he's just making me feel like, yes, I'm so proud of you. And you're, he makes me feel like you're even further than you even ever expected from a spiritual growth kind of perspective. Cause I mean, I, I feel the shift with you. I don't know about half your life ago, or I don't know how old you are, where you kind of just were open to new discoveries even before he passed, I would say, but he's just making me aware of how proud he is for the path that you're on. Does that make sense? It's so on point. I actually have chills because I really like have opened up recently and to be more less a regiment, like regimented in my thinking and in the way that I approach life. And he was very much out there. He loved music. He was very artistic. He loved like the Grateful Dead. He, he was also kind of like this creative. So I've become, I've been stepping more into my creativity and into more of my true self as opposed to what I feel that I need to be, which is, you know, how I was raised. So maybe he's saying like, good for you for kind of breaking down some of the conditioning. Yeah, and breaking through to who you truly are. He's, he's laughing and showing me elbow pads. Did you like do something with elbow pads or something? Or is there a picture of you with elbow pads? I can't even imagine what it is. He's laughing about it. There could be because, because we were always playing, like we did rollerblading when we were younger. We used to wear elbow pads. Is there someone with a Q name of all names, like Quincy? Yes, Quinn? my new niece, Quinn. Shut She was just born. Up. And by the way, it's such a weird name. Not a weird name. It's a beautiful name. But it's not like traditional to our family. It's very like cool. Quinn. Are you being, are you being obviously niece. being serious? All right, I'm see, being this serious. is great. Okay. My little brother's, hurt. it's my little brother's, my little brother's daughter. And when you said cheese, I this thought chi because we call Peter chi. So that's, that's what came so... in my mind. I thought, oh, he's talking about Peter, our other brother. That's this stuff that like blows my mind. It's not like Joe or Mike. It's Quinn. It's a name. Like that's cra- exactly. that's how powerful spirit can be when you're in a high vibration. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. There's more to it, but I'm going to get to it. But I, for the people that are on, like I, I felt a little nervous saying it because Q is not a common letter. And sometimes they'll show me Q for like impractical jokers, like the, cause there's a guy named Q on there, yeah. uh, but that's usually a different symbol. I don't see the quick and I got, that's her name. Like, that's crazy. That's okay. So the feeling is please let your brother know that your other brother, I'm assuming you have two because the one's passed. I'm assuming that's not his yeah. daughter. It's your, so it's my um, other brother. there's actually, makes, there's actually two more boys and one oh, more wow. girl. There's six of us. But his point is to say, and the Pac-Man thing's coming up again, so it may make sense with your brother too. So you could, and it's the ghost one. So if you don't validate the Pac-Man, you can let him know. Like maybe your brother will be like, "Oh, I feel like he's watching me because he is." Because is that his first one, or would that his first daughter? Yeah. Okay, so he makes me. And by the way, we call him Chi. So it's like when you said cheese, I thought of Chi. I thought he was talking about him. And that's how it works. 
but it also, but it also got us to another message about his personality. And, you know, that was supposed to happen that way as crazy as it sounds. So please tell little brother that I'm watching and very proud of him. Cause I don't know if he's young for having a kid or, you know, maybe we didn't think he was going to have a kid or something like that, you know, but he's just very proud of, of who he's become. And, and I, I don't know if he named the middle name or they were thinking about it. So if he didn't make sure he knows he's not offended if they didn't do that, or maybe there's another one with his name or something, there's something about a namesake, but just more than anything else, letting, um, him know that he's part of that child's growing up and he's not going to miss out on that because, I feel like, is that the first grandchild or the first niece or nephew for you guys? No, but because my older brother and sister both have, but she was just born. So she was born after uh, Nate's passing. And so she was just born like last year. Yeah. So it's the first one since he's passed. It's the first one since he's passed. Yeah. Okay. And and it's his first one too. The the father. His first one. Yeah. Although he, he took on, like you said, he's proud of him because he took on responsibilities, has two stepsons also, so and he's young. He's younger than me. So and he makes it. me feel like he took it the hardest or he was the closest with him. I'm not sure, but there's almost like a this fa- the father of this Quinn baby, which is still crazy to me, is the one who kind of really needs to hear this to okay. let him know, especially because if he's the chi guy. Is he the chi guy you said? Yeah, that's chi. Yeah, yeah. And does he have his hat? You know, if the chi guy has your brother's he hat, probably, he probably, he most likely he has a hat of his. Okay. Yeah. He, do you, would you validate that that brother has, has taken it harder than some of the other brother? I mean, obviously it's, yeah. you know, you lose a brother, but he, 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 when I feel, when they show me someone in pain, and I know we didn't plan on this. Sorry. I hope this is good, but he shows me that he has a deep, deep, deep sadness within his chest for your brother. And so I think that, you know, letting, maybe showing him this and saying, Hey, you know, your brother came through. We talked about, I think the Pac-Man's going to mean something, but it'll all make sense to him. I mean, what are the, I mean, Quinn, I mean, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. <laughs> you know, amazing. So it is wild. So I sometimes even shock myself, as you can see, I, there's no way I could know that it's not even a common name, you know, and this is just his way over there from letting me, that letting me know that, Oh, and the mushrooms are coming through again. You know, so don't forget and he's fun. He's like fun, funny, kind of, you know, don't for, don't forget that you need to take away of how proud he is for you and to keep going. Keep he's almost saying like keep going, keep going, keep doing what you're doing because you're helping. You know, you're helping a lot of people. Just bring awareness to growth and love and light. Exactly what I'm trying to do. Did you just get a new pair of shoes? Because it's his way to let me know he's still with you. Did you just buy a new pair? Yeah, actually, I got a new pair of boots and I was looking for more shoes <laughs> online. So yeah. like today or yesterday. Uh, last night. Yeah. So that's his way to let you know that um, he's still with you and he wants nothing more than your happiness. And I actually even think this will help you with your grief as well. And I think this might help some of your family, especially if, you know, they don't know me or they, you know, cause he makes me feel like most people are supportive of what you do, but some people just don't understand in your family. So. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Thank you so much. That was really, really powerful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just get the number 18. So I don't know if it's something is January 8th or the 18th of a month or he was 18 when he passed or it happened 2018. Happened like 2018. That's when he passed. 2018. And also in like Kabbalah and in the Jewish tradition, 18 is high, which is life. Oh, no way. I, don't yeah. know, I didn't know that. Um, okay. So again, leave it up to your brother. Full circle message. He's alive. This is, he, he, he almost makes me feel like I feel more alive than I, than I did when I was there. And that is going to sound oxymoronic because he was this kind of person that was alive and like, lived life it's almost like to the 21 people and you and i that are on here like you're even more alive when you when you return home and he's alive and i think the message would be actually to your parents and to your family to let them know that he's still alive he's not gone i'm more alive than i've ever been 
And he's also playing me like songs with a live in it, like Bon Jovi. He loved music. This is this is uh, typical. Oh, I just want to fly by uh, Sugar Ray, maybe. <laughs> oh my god! I just want to fly. You ever heard that song? He was like that. He was this really bright light. Yeah. So to me, if if you could take all the human judgments and and ego out of it to tell your family that he's home, even though you know they're not with him technically by our understanding, but he's home, he's flying, he's high, he's loving and, and everything's great. And he's still alive more than he is almost like, I hope Daniel proved that to you. Right. I mean, who wow. says Quinn? Um, I mean, I don't even know you, no offense, but I mean, like that's a Beautiful specific name. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. So yeah, to let you know, especially the 18 and that it means that, and he passed in 2018, let the family know I'm all, I'm all good. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. And he's with my dad. So my dad passed the same three months before him. So, Oh yeah. yeah. I'm sorry about that. Then there's the three again, right? Yeah. You know, I don't know if you're allowed, if you're, if you have time for me to bring your dad through, but was your, so when they show me like an anvil, you know, that thing, like in the cartoons where you get that really heavy thing that falls, yeah. did he either pass quickly or was it like a, just the hardest, I mean, I don't know how to put with this. My, or did with my father? Yeah. Yeah, it's like he, well, he got diagnosed with something and then it was like, boom, it was, I mean, it took a year, but it was, it was really difficult because it came very like unexpectedly and boom. And he wasn't, you know, he was still rather young. He still had stuff he wanted to do, you know? I don't know why they're showing me this, but do you, I see, I'm seeing a color, like a coloring book, but it's blank. It's not colored. Do you know what this could be? Someone, usually they show me crayons when someone's a teacher, but that's not the symbol I'm getting. So even if someone is, if you have a big family, someone could be a teacher, but did someone not color something for him or half color something for him? Or is he maybe using it as a symbol? I mean, yeah, I'm, real, working, so I'm working on a book with, that was my father's. I don't know if that's it. You're working on a book? With, yeah, that, with my, that was my father's. You're continuing his book? Yeah. So blank, maybe blank pages? Is there art? Is there artwork in there? No, I mean it could be just like a. Oh, I got it. Wait, let me validate this. Have you not done too much with it yet? Like you got a lot more to do, kind of thing. I, I need to return to it <laughs> again. Okay, so I, okay, I know this is a little bit of a stretch, but I'll say it. Um, I almost feel like when you do return to it, it will be the right time. So don't like say to yourself and to everyone on here too. There's something called divine timing. It's in God's time. But I feel like the reason you're not to is because you're not supposed to yet. And then when you do, it's all going to be filled in for you. You may even experience, again, this is the full circle of, I didn't even expect this happening today. Remember how I mentioned the two things in the Bible about John 3, 3 and Jesus writing? Well, don't forget John chapter 8, verse 3 is where it starts, is where Jesus starts writing in the sand. And that's automatic writing. So when you're at a high vibration like Jesus was, you can channel stuff from the spiritual world. That's how Mozart and Beethoven and... Michelangelo, these were all these artists and musicians. They were all at a high vibration. They were getting this, all this stuff comes from the spiritual world, from who we truly are. So I feel like dad's saying in due time, when you get to the book, you're just going to, it's just going to flow and you're not going to have to overthink it. It's also a symbol of, by the way, let me just validate this because I'm actually, I've done in my life, I've been a ghostwriter for different spiritual um, leaders. So that's basically been what I've in the beginning of our conversation, what came into my mind when you were talking was like the automatic writing. Yeah, that's my thing. So it's really crazy yeah. that you're doing this. Crazy. So so this is dad's support 
for some reason, I'm going to stick with this. He doesn't have much to say right now. It isn't his time, but it was enough to kind of give you a little bump. To, but it's not – he's kind of being like – I don't know if he was dry, kind of funny, in like a dry way and not like ha, ha, ha but kind of like subtle. In his, when he, I don't know if he didn't speak a lot, but when he spoke, people listened. I don't know how to interpret it. But it's almost like, hey, I want to pop in. Don't worry about the book. It'll happen when it's supposed to, and it'll just flow when the time comes. And to let you know he's very supportive of you as well. But he's kind of like stepping back. Okay. There's something about a sunflower. So I don't know if that's the third person you connect with or with him or with your mom, but there's something about a sunflower. I think it's more the third person. Yeah, how do you connect with that with a third person? Because because again, if there's three people and this has been the theme that the... Yeah. Like a, she was like a spiritual guide for me. I believe we both love sunflowers. So who's the M mean? M? Mm-hmm. It could be living or past. And again, M is the most common letter, but we got Quinn. So I'm okay with saying M. Is there a Martha or a... And I know Mary's everybody's grandma, but I got to say it. Marie, Mary, Martha, or what's that girl? Have you ever seen the movie Grown Ups with Adam Sandler? No, but I like Adam Sandler a lot. In that movie, there's a woman. Have you ever connected with your spirit guide? No. Okay. Yeah, I almost see like African-American woman, a little heavier set. And they're giving me the M name. So you might find that this third, who's the third person, by the way, if you don't mind me asking. Like a friend, basically. So you may find that that their friend was this person right. who you might want to connect with. So again, the names can be living or past. As we've seen, it's already someone who's living. So I don't know if it's their friend and you may find out who that is later, but it might be connected to your mom, actually. Is is the person that you lost, that they know your mom, the friend, or it could be their mom. So I just get mother feeling. So you can hold on to that. I'll have sessions with someone and it's like, oh my gosh, validation, validation, validation. And then it's like, boom. And now this, whoever this energy is, is showing me McDonald's as well. So you can take that and you may figure it out in six months. I actually, my, when I went to. No, I think it's an M because actually the one, the person that just called me starts with an M and it's a really good friend of mine who's been in my life recently. And his name starts with M and he just called, I don't know. That's so right. maybe that woman would be associated with him, like a motherly figure. So they, a lot of times they'll go and they'll reiterate something like that. And the sunflowers is coming through as well. So it might be with a friend, with a person, and you can validate it. But there's an example of, you know, it was your brother, right? Dad right. popped in and said some very validating things. I don't know who this third person is. Maybe it was the sunflower and then someone else came in. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because the, the friend who starts with an M brought me a sunflower to my door. So I don't know. <laughs> Wait, the, the one that called or the one that passed? The one that just called. Who's here? Literally here? No, like he's here in the not oh, here okay. in the house. Uh, he but just, I thought like he just brought you a sunflower. He or she just brought no, you he brought a me sunflower. a sunflower like at, at some point. So. Interesting. Okay, yeah, you'll figure it out. Maybe yeah. he had a teacher ten years ago that passed away who would just who was a description. Who's trying to come through? Someone yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd be shocked. It's, it's it's wild that experience. And I'm writing a second book, and I'm going to include. And one of them is actually a story about a nine year old boy who passed, and he came through, and uh, I, we. He's been part of my life ever since I met him, which, and I didn't meet him until after he passed. Just like, just like Saul met Jesus after he passed, Paul, Saul, same thing. I didn't meet this kid until after he already had passed, but he's like, you feel his energy around all the time. Yeah. My kids wear all this, all this stuff. Like I'm friends with his mom and I never, I never met him physically, but I have a connection with him. He, he helps me with my sessions sometimes, especially if it's a child's coming through. I've done over a thousand sessions with for children. It's powerful. Incredible. Really powerful. Well, I so appreciate that you were able to connect, especially with my brother. And super cool. 
I wanted to see if there's any other message that's coming through for all of the beautiful souls that have connected. And thank you so much, everyone. And I so appreciate you being a part of my journey and a part of my path today. And if you have any message that's coming through from Spirit for all the souls who are watching this or who will watch it, that would be amazing. It'd be incredible. Maybe something particular, something. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're kind of my the, my favorite Bible verse, but I'll summarize it and then maybe read it. Is we all We all come from something greater. We, a lot of people call it God, love, universe, whatever. But we come from something greater. And I don't think we're humanly equipped to fully understand it. And so the best thing we could do is love each other, treat each other kindly, pray to this being, whatever you believe I call it God, and let it guide you. All right. And my favorite verse, which I included in my book, is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. To me, it's life in four sentences. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lord being something greater than you can understand. And lean not on your own understanding, because we, we can't understand. Jesus talked about it throughout all scripture. And always acknowledge him, which is the same thing as acknowledging Lord or something greater, which I think is the combination of everything. God is all things. Even divine intelligence, even the fact yep. that I'm breathing, that I'm existing here, that we're able to have the conversation. There's a bigger, it's not me who's orchestrating or who's doing that, making the blood pump in my heart. It's a, it's a divine intelligence. It's in the dog. It's in the trees it's in the objects it's everything right and he shall direct your paths and and so when lord and him and he it's all the same thing we just had different words for it call it god or whatever and it's all part of you you mention it and i think that's a lot of the thing that some people miss is we are all connected doesn't matter and all through scripture it says all 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 not just certain christians certain beliefs certain religions it's all the same doesn't matter what color height it's we're all God's children and we're all going to return to that understanding at some point. And I think the one thing I want to leave with is from what I've learned and I understand, we are souls, energy, part of this divine that are living a human experience. You literally have virtual reality glasses on as you live your life. Now the table seems hard, you know, and you get your drink, but in reality, you're experiencing, in my opinion, you're experiencing something as a human being, this body, your vehicle is borrowed. And the only thing that you have when you leave your body and your soul returns to love and light, which is where it came from, is love. The love you gave and the love you received. Everything else, money, cars, everything else goes, but you get to take the love that you received and the love you gave. And so as, and again, when you ask me the question, when I wake up, yeah, I, I, I get another day to love. And I really mean that. I don't say it to, I don't, no offense, not that I don't care what people think, but I don't really care in, in a nice way of what other people think about me. Cause I know I come from, from pure love. And when I wake up, I just, I'm so glad I get to live another day and love my kids and love people and be nice to others. And, and that, that's what, when you get to that vibration, that's all what it's about. There's nothing, you don't experience negativity. It's, it's amazing. That's so beautiful. And actually the third person who I was speaking about, that was one of her big messages. She was kind of a spiritual guide. And her big thing was, is when you leave this world, you can't take it with you. We put focus on everything we want to build and, and accrue in this life. She actually used to tell a story. There's a story about Rothschild. And he told his family, the only thing I want is to be buried with my socks. But then he wasn't allowed to be buried with his socks. And he said, see, you can't even take your socks with you. And then she would say, the only thing that we take with us is the love and the kindness that we've shared and the energy that we've created and shared with others and in that connection with other people. And also what you were saying about the, the verse that you read, lean not on your own understanding and trust. 
for me personally, and, you know, I did a few lives about this actually recently because I, and I was chatting with friends. We feel like the message is right now, like there's a, it feels like there's a lot of confusion and there's like a lot of things, at least in my own process, fears and the filters through which I see things connected with fears and anxieties. And it feels like the message is learning how to go within and to trust, to trust the creator, to trust the universe, to trust life, to know that life has my back and that life is moving me forward into more of the authentic being that I need to be. So I really appreciated that verse, but really, really struck a chord, like so on point beyond both of those. So thank you so oh, much. That's awesome. I, I see everyone is saying, you know, that it resonated with them. And you know what? It could be that who, the ones that you brought through actually was for somebody perhaps on the reading. Do you think that somebody's desire is so strong that they could pull somebody, somebody trying to get through for someone here? Because I see people, they lost their grandmother. First of all, anybody who said they lost their pet, they lost their dog, they lost their grandma. My heart is with you and I'm so sorry for your grief. Yeah, and I'm sorry for your losses as well too. And there's a thing called piggybacking, we call it. And I don't know how it works. I never believed in it until it actually happened to me. But And I'll give a really short story, but I went to go see the Long Island Medium. And there's 3,000 people there and she's giving a session to a Long Island Medium, the Teresa Caputo. Oh, yeah, Teresa Caputo. Yeah, so she was giving a, a message to someone across the room. like, And it was for a father who passed. And his name was John, which is my dad's name. And she mentioned the number four, the, or April, which is my sister's name. And then she mentioned, like, it kept going on. There was 12 different validations. But she was giving a, a session to the other guy. But it was my dad. like, And I wasn't stretching. I wasn't making it fit. It's John, April. And she mentioned like two inside joke sayings, like word for word that he used to say to me. And I was like, I go, she's got the wrong guy, but that's not how it works. And again, the only way to humanly put this is they piggyback. And what'll happen is the person that got a message while I'm bringing through your dad and your brother and whoever else, they were supposed to be here right now so that their person in spirit could piggyback on the message to them too. Maybe the sunflowers and the three and all that stuff made sense for them. That doesn't mean that it wasn't for you or it wasn't for them. It was for both of you. And you were both supposed to hear it. The human logical mind, which again, can't lean on that human logical mind. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Here's another thing. There's no beginning and no end. We even say it in Catholic prayers. It's eternal. The human mind has to say there's a beginning and an end. It has to start somewhere. It's not. And if you look through scripture, it talks about eternity. It's having Greek and Hebrew words for eternity. It's forever. And energy, and Einstein said it, right? Einstein's another one who is a high vibration. Energy can't be created or destroyed. He proved it. And we are energy. So we are. it's proven that we're energy through quantum physics. 99.99% of us is empty space. If that's true, which it is, and energy cannot be created or destroyed, then we can't be created and we cannot be destroyed. We just change form. And that's leaving the human body and going into spirit and back. But again, we're limited with our logical The mind. second law of thermodynamics. What is that? Something it has to be. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. And so we don't die. And that's the theory. That's the point behind my book. Like I even say, what if death and life are not what you think they are? That's why your brother mentioned and why John 3, 3 was brought up. He's alive. He's more alive than he's ever been. And I've read probably 50 or 60 books on near death experiences. And there's an overwhelming amount of anecdotal evidence that shows that, that people that have gotten to that state 
don't want to come back. It's better than ever. There's colors and sounds and feelings you can't even imagine. And it's, it's bliss. It's heaven. It's eternity. It's nirvana. It's all the same thing. But it's not necessarily when we leave our body. It's when we recognize that we're something greater than our body. And you can, ex- you can experience heaven literally right here, right now. I interviewed a woman named Batia Solomon, and she had a near-death experience with COVID. And she basically says the same thing and a lot more. And it's very aligned with what you're saying. Just a point to that, if anyone's interested in hearing an account firsthand, you can check out that on my IGTV or on my podcast, Cosmic Chats. It's an interview with Batia Solomon. I just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my Cosmic Chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or to sign up for a one-on-one Theta Healing session with me. Thank you so much, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of this episode. And also, by the way, the Kabbalah says the same thing. It's very aligned. It says that that's the real life, and this is the life where we get to go through a process. hundred percent. That is also backed up in all of the books I've read, all of them. That use time, you got to go back, you got to experience this, you got to keep doing. So I always tell people, be nice, love, forgive, have compassion, and just have fun and do the right thing. Because if you do all those things, life can be amazing. And then you're here to experience life and have fun, but just do it in ethical ways. Because as human beings, we get lost. And like I had to quit gambling. I'm just going to say it. I quit watching pornography in 2018. It was something that was a little bit of an issue for me. Not bad, but that doesn't, it's not good for your vibration. And then uh, I actually now in the last three months, almost four, I only have one drink. If I go out to dinner, go to a wedding, I've been to multiple, I have one drink and that's it. And what that does is it keeps my vibration high that I can serve others. First Peter 4, 1 Corinthians 12 talks about using our gifts to help others. It's what Jesus did. So when we all, all raise our, our vibrations, we are better equipped to help other people. Right. And thank you for being so transparent. I'm sure that it's going to help other people. So if you have any tip from spirit on how on forgiveness or to in awaken my, that spirit inside. Yeah, in my book in chapter 11, and I'm actually getting a tattoo on Tuesday with a Bible verse and the word forgive right here is a daily reminder that we constantly have to do it. But it's one of the most powerful things we can do. Anytime we hold a grudge for someone else, that only brings our energy down. Exactly. Even if it's someone who did some extreme stuff, even to you. You know, and some of us have some very powerful forgiveness opportunities. It only helps us. Wow. I love how you put that. Well, in chapter 11, I channeled a forgiveness prayer. If you want to get the book, it's in here. And there's a forgiveness party exercise backwards. Sorry. And I go through and explain the things you can do to, to forgive everyone for everything. I did about almost three years ago now. It's the most peaceful, energetic healing thing I've ever done. I have no grudges for anyone, for anything at all. Not even a little bit. Even if someone comes in and and kills me right now. I, I, it's part of what the plan was. I know it sounds extreme, yeah. but uh, in the book, I do give a couple of extreme examples of some people who've had ultimate forgiveness and it only helps themselves and others who see it. So the more you forgive someone for something, our, the more powerful it is. It unlocks a big part of our heart energy if you can forgive. Because personally, if I feel like I'm holding on to little things or I'm holding on to something against someone, I feel it in this heart space, mm-hmm. like in my if we're talking about energy and to release that, and then you feel like this warmth and this love and this an energy to embody more than unconditional, simple love, mm-hmm. just to be that 
that's, I think, one of the most powerful things in the world is to be able to carry that energy. But for me, it, it happens by going in and kind of releasing those grudges that I hold here. So anyway, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And if there's anything, final message you want to share before we leave. Yeah, just love everyone, everything, no matter what, no matter what. There's no exceptions to love. I really hope that this opened up a door for people to think about things in a broader sense, to know that we don't see everything. And a lot of times what we see is not exactly what's going on. So to cultivate that deeper spiritual trust and that spiritual connection and that connection to our intuition and that connection to the divine intelligence, whether through prayer, through meditation, to develop the spiritual aspects of ourselves is really what's going to give us the strength and the direction to move forward in a world that right now is very chaotic. So that is a powerful message, and I just appreciate you, and thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I truly hope that this episode nourished your spirit and or opened you to a deeper level of connection or a higher perspective. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and leave me a review. I appreciate your support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well, take care, lots of love, magic, joy, opportunities, and blessing always. Bye-bye. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.